Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that's all. Tuned in to the best adult podcast in all of the internet. This is Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. I am your host, CEO Hayes, the Red Bearded Assassin, which I said right this week on the first try. <laughs> Look at me, <laughs> as well as in the building with the main event. What's going on? Nothing. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. I um, you know, me and you talk off air. I, I I've just, I've been reflective again, which I think I get around like every time. I think it was around this time last year too that I was in a really reflective mood. I'm just looking back at the year. Your boy dodged a lot of bullets. That's all I have to say. And to me, you, yeah, you dodged a lot of crazy bullets. And honestly, I'm I'm happy for you. Like I'm really, really happy for you. When we, yeah, some of the stuff that we've we've discussed that has taken place, and you know, it's now the end of the year, and you know, you're cycling into a new year. Yeah, I I commend you because boy, <laughs> life would have been real, real different real different mm. Mm, yeah yeah but we're just gonna leave it at that we're not gonna get into specifics um we're just gonna <laughs> leave that right there uh so we have a hell of a show plan probably one of our best listener submitted scenarios real life scenarios that we have ever got um it's it's gonna be a doozy but we have a couple yeah. of things to do before then are we um Remind me, AJ, are we, because listeners, this is a game night episode, so we will play a game. Are we going to do the game first, or do you want to get into a couple discussion topics first? Let's uh, let's do the discussion topics first, and then we'll we'll tackle the game, because that, uh, like you said, that listener submitted scenario is, it's it's a heavy one, so that'll be, uh, <laughs> that's about right. to take the piss out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first discussion topic that we have for today is couples counseling, the pros, cons, do's, and don'ts. What do you think about that, AJ? Um, I I remember that uh, the children's dad and I, when we were together, we had we had done a couple of sessions of um, couple counseling with his family doctor, um, and he actually got mad because um, his family doctor sided with me in what I was saying in terms of his growth and development and the growth and development of our relationship and the survival of our, us being together and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've never done couples counseling outside of that. I know, uh, a few friends that are definitely for it. Um, I, I personally, I don't know, because I, I, I feel that I am a very introspective person and I'd like to think that I'm a good listener. I'd like to think that, um, I try to see both sides of a situation, not just, you know, the selfish side where it's what I want and, you know, what I think is right. There, there has to definitely be a balance. Um, so part of me understands the, the point of couples counseling, but then when there are people who I talk to and, and the purpose for them of going to couple counseling is less about them as a couple and more about their significant other. Like they want the counselor to basically tell their significant other that they're wrong and that they themselves are right, which I don't think that that's what it's meant for. Um, 
And then there's another part of it where I think that, you know, a lot of people that I've talked to that are have engaged in couple counseling, they tend to do it through a religious facility. Um, and my personal feelings about that, I think that if you're going to go to uh, a counselor, it shouldn't necessarily be based in a religion, like have a couple go to a couple's counsel, counselor or couple's counseling that's um, that has nothing to do with that. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Um but definitely, I think it's it's a good thing for people who are trying to navigate um, arguments and 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 unhealthy discussions in their relationship and, and trying to figure out better ways to listen to one another, more proactive ways of listening to one another, um, listening with the intent of actually hearing the person as opposed to just rushing them along so that you can respond and be mad. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of my overall thoughts and feelings about it. What about you? Have you ever done couples counseling? Yeah, yeah. I think that the key thing with couples counseling is, like you said, you don't want to use it as a basically a method to tell on your spouse or to tell on your significant other. That's not what the point of it is. The point of it is, is to usually help bridge the gap between whatever disagreement, whatever lack of understanding, wherever you guys are missing each other at. If you stay focused on using couples counseling to reach a medium or to help help guide each other close to each other rather than try to bring them over to your side it will be successful if you always use it or try to uh, attempt to use it just to have someone to gang up on your significant other with you that's a problem that's a huge problem it's never going to be successful that way how long do you think people should is there a, a duration of time where you feel like it becomes um a useless tool to go to couples counseling? Like, is there a point at which you should be able to like navigate your relationship in terms of communication without needing the assistance of a counselor? So that's my first question. And then do you think that if a couple is going to couples counseling, should they also be going to individual counseling? It depends on the problem. I can't say that it's a universal that you need to also be going to individual counseling. It just depends on what the problem is in your relationship. If you have a Let's say you got you have a cheating issue. Let's just say there's something psychologically that you have an issue with cheating or, or seeking the attention of someone else. You may need to go to couples counseling to help you guys heal as a couple. But then you also need to go to, in my opinion, you would have to go to counseling solo to help heal whatever in your mind is making you seek attention outside if it's like a chronic issue. Um, so it just depends. It's situational. As far as like, should you get to a point to where you don't need it? Absolutely. If you have to stay in counseling constantly just to keep your relationship afloat that's a bigger issue i think it, it it should be used as a healing method and so that you can use tools so that you can go out and effectively use those tools so you can have a a good relationship and even if you have to come back in a year or two or whatever to, to reaffirm reassess or, or strengthen those tools that's different but if you have to constantly stay in in counseling like throughout the whole relationship just to make it good that's an issue I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the point of counseling, I guess, is to, as you said, to help you get to a place where you can float, as it were, um, on your own. And maybe every now and again, you know, needing to sort of touch base um, if there's a bigger issue that arises. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like, like, I, I understand the point of it. Um, I always feel like it shouldn't be a first option. It, it definitely shouldn't be a first option if there are arguments that are taking place. Like I, I almost feel, not almost, I feel like couples need to be able to try first at their own communication and try first at explaining their communication style to their spouse. Um, 
And then if it gets to a point where you guys are not able to sort of find a middle ground or if it be, becomes combat, combative all the time that you enlist the, the aid and support of um, an outside party. And it definitely shouldn't be a person that is known to both of you, because as CJ said, you don't want there to be um, biased interaction. It, it shouldn't be someone that is, you know, like a childhood friend or, you know, your, your, your pastor or your spouse's pastor. Like it shouldn't be someone that is significant on either side. It should be like a, it truly needs to be somebody who is unbiased and has no vested interest other than to help the two of you um, succeed. Do you think it would be an issue to have somebody who is familiar with either party be the counselor? No, honestly, I think it's better if you have someone that's not familiar with, with each party. Um, That's because then you can, you can get someone who's coming in and really giving an honest outlook on your relationship from fresh eyes. Let's just say, let's say for some reason, I'm trying to think, let's say that you knew a counselor or that let's say your pastor, if you went to church was a counselor, but your significant other didn't go to that church too. That person would then have an outlook on you. They already have a judgment or an opinion on you as a person that would, I I just don't think that they can buy, even if they're a great counselor, a great therapist, that they can a hundred percent leave out, that opinion they've built up of you um, to, to really give an honest outlook on it. Like they, they would see it as, Oh, well, I know uh, sister Jones. I, I I know she's good. So let, let me hear this and let me hear what's going on. At least for me, I can only speak for me. It would be more comfortable for me. If it's someone who doesn't know us from a can of point paint and who really can take a, a look on our problems with f- completely fresh eyes and naked eyes. I agree. I agree. I think, I don't know, from a like sort of a, a broader standpoint, um, a, a lot of us shy away from counseling or therapy for whatever the reasons are. Um, again, it's it's a useful tool. Um, couples counseling is, is meant to help you navigate some issues um, that you're not able to effectively deal with as a couple. It doesn't mean that your relationship is a failure. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that there's anything um, overly or... Um, specifically wrong with you guys as a couple or individually. It just means that there's, you know, much like with anything else, it's like if you get a job, you know what I mean? You kind of need assistance to sort of navigate through it the first little while until you get the hang of it. Um, you know, being in a relationship is is kind of like a job as well. Sometimes you get stuck, sometimes things get stagnant, and sometimes you need somebody to come along that's going to um, help you or give you a different perspective, as CJ said, and kind of give you a, a push forward to help you, you know, keep moving forward. Um, it's always best to think of it in a, in a positive perspective as opposed to thinking it thinking of it on the latter as being like, oh my God, we're falling apart. We need counseling. It shouldn't be like that. It should be like, okay, we've gotten to a place where we've hit a wall. How do we move forward from this point in order to continue um, in our relationship and for our relationship to to grow and develop and to continue to be successful? I absolutely agree. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it for that topic. All right. If all of all us feels just hit your significant other in the face with the psychology book and that then, then oh, you've yeah. you've yeah, oh, I mean, wow. just and, and take an assault charge and go to jail instead. <laughs> because that's so much of a better option. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> man. You don't support that. Moving <laughs> <laughs> moving into the next topic. I I need help. Oh. Um <laughs> moving into the next topic though. Um yeah. this one is just so I, I sent you this video and then I posted oh, it on our page. Um this man sat there and with his hands down the back of his woman, wife's whatever pants, was clearly digging in her ass. Not just feeling <laughs> on the cheek. He was in the ass. He he touched anus 
And then she backs up. He puts his hand up to her face. She sniffs it and then goes back to proceed to put her ass on him. She was turned on, AJ. Um, so this brings us to the next discussion topic. A, the video, of course, it was disgusting. But how much PDA is too far in public? That's, okay, first of all, the video, I don't, okay, so this is my whole thing. I want to shake the hand of the person who was so fast that they even caught that happening because you seen when they had to zoom in. So you know they were at some kind of distance. But I don't even understand how they, like, oh my God, that, it, uh, uh, ew. But, oh boy, sorry. My whole thing is, you're digging in this woman's butt crease. Then you put your <laughs> What is she smelling for? Like, Did you I, say I a body that. crease? Is that what you yeah. call it? A body crease? <laughs> B-A-T-T-Y. Or body crease. In our body crease. You had the girl in our body crease. And then you put up your... Are you okay over there? You put up your finger for her to smell. What is she smelling for? I don't What is she smelling for? That That's my whole thing. What is she smelling? Because if he had reached around underneath and was like, you know, fingering her or whatever the case may be. And, you know, she's trying to eat. But even still, like... Yo, I can't. Like, I'm all for PDA. I'm all for like, you know, the, the kissing and the hugging and the the hand holding and the and the ass grabs and you know what I mean and and, and that kind of stuff. But that that was just taken a little bit too far. Like so, that was visually offensive to me. Like that that was just. Listen to me. If I had been in public and seen that, God no, I would have pelt something at them because that was just <laughs> ew. Ew! And those, those are the kind of people that want to shake your hand. Me, absolutely blood clap that. Me, oh my gosh! That's why I don't shake hands. Why I don't eat at potlucks? Like I'll bring food to a potluck all day, but I will not eat it. Or if anything, I'll put a little bit of what I made to the side and save it off for me before it goes to like the public. But it's shit like that that I just don't. Literally shit in this case, but it's shit like that that I just don't do. Like. I- the shaking hands and all that shit. Um, but it's funny because when we put this on the thing, of course, I put on my Awakened Soul hat. I did some research. There's actually a um a uh what's the word I'm looking a fetish of smells. It's called olfactophilia. And it's actually the sexual arousal of smells or odors that emanate from the body. Okay. So I, I understand the olfactory fetish. I get it. But in public, CJ? Oh, like yeah, I mean, really in public. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, I will. There be times. Okay, so I'm about to disclose something super personal about myself. There'll be times where, like, you know, I know, like, I've showered and I'm smelling good and my skin aisle up and my skin's pretty and all them things, right? And I'll be sitting on the couch watching TV or whatever, and I'll like, you know, put my hand down there, rub up my girl, and then smell my fingers and think to myself, "Oh my god, she smells fabulous." And I, but I'm inside my house. I'm inside my house. You would never see me go in a public and reach around either in my body or in my vagina and and rub up and and then smell my fingers. There's just some things you don't do in public. And that's that's for me, that's where taking P, like that's PDA push too far. Like I get it. You know what I mean? Like you have people who they like the smell of farts and they, you know, they 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 have the 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 fart fetish where they put your their face in your body and you have to poop in their face and they get all excited and, and all that sort of I, I I understand it, but not in public. No, no, not in public. And then you don't sanitize your hands, which means you're gonna go touch up, but me, no, thank you. No ma'am, no ham, no spam, not doing it. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, hey. Ew. I, oh my god. Listen, uh, that shit is a whole nother level. Uh, I, but I, I'm done. I have nothing left to say on it. That shit is disgusting. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Woo, people are fucking nasty. There are some nasty motherfuckers out there. That's all I have to say about that. Woo, 
All right. You ready to get into the next topic? Or do you have anything left to say? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> we can All move right. on. <laughs> so the next topic is um this one's a kind of a long one, but I'll go ahead and read it. Um, your significant other is allowed to have meaningful relationships. This is a post, and then we'll get into the actual how we're spending into the discussion topic. But your significant other is allowed to have meaningful relationships with other people. Your significant other is allowed to get things from those relationships that don't that they don't get from you. Demanding you be the only source of pleasure and support in their life is possessive and toxic. The question, AJ. Should there be an issue if your partner maintains meaningful relationships with other people, not to be confused with cheating? Absolutely not. There shouldn't be any sort of... My whole thing is that, like I say to people, <clears throat> you and I weren't born together. You know what I mean? I spent the first 30 years of my life without you. I have developed meaningful relationships and friendships with 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 people um, in, in the first half of my life. Not because you and I are married means that I need to give up those relationships or stop having those meaningful relationships with people. And, you know, like I, when I, when I get into dating situations, I always ask, you know, this question, like my best friend is a man. Is that an issue for you? You know, one of my dearest friends, my co-host is a man and we spend a lot of time talking and we, you know, cahoots about all kinds of stuff. Is that going to be an issue for you? Um, you know, several of my really great friends that I've been friends with for over 20 years are men. And we have those kind of personal relationships where we hug and we kiss close to the mouth and we we laugh and talk about all kinds of stuff or me and them will will go out, you know, without their spouse and, and their spouse has no problem with it because they I, I'm like a I'm like a brother or a sister, you know what I mean? So they 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 get that kind of thing. Um, and it's really interesting people's responses. Like, it's really interesting the number of individuals, both men and women who have issues with the person that they're dating, having uh, a best friend or someone close to them that's of the opposite sex. And my whole thing is like, okay, what do you think is going on? Oh, well, there's a possibility that anything could happen. If it hasn't happened in 30 fucking years, chances are not because you and I are together now that that anything is going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, people allow their insecurities to get the better of them. People allow their possessiveness and selfishness to get the better of them. Um, it is entirely toxic and entirely unhealthy for you to spend all your time with your significant other. You know, you need to nurture, um, other relationships and have other relationships with, with, with people. And there's nothing wrong with you having like, you know, a friend where you guys like laugh and joke all the time, whereas you don't run those kind of jokes with your significant other. Why would you get upset about that? You know, um, a very good friend of mine, his wife has no, um, she has no circle of friends. Her friends are his friends. And if he's out with his friends, she's at home with their daughter doing nothing. And I find that really disturbing and really bizarre. Um, I know another person who was like that, you know, her whole entire existence was her husband. When he was off, you know, playing golf or who he was off on a business trip, she literally stayed home until he came back. She didn't go out with her friends because she didn't have any. Her friends were his friends' wives and that kind of thing. Um, and she would be upset. Like, you know, if he would go play golf, she'd be like, well, why do you have to be out with your friends all the time? You know, why can't you just stay home? Why can't it just be me and you? Why can't I come? Why can't, I don't know. Th- those, th- those kind of relationships are just absolutely crazy. You know? Um, I ain't got time. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't have time. <laughs> uh, my thing is, and it's so funny. And this is, this is me being completely and hundred percent transparent at one point in my, in my life, not necessarily would I have agreed with this le- type of thinking, but I probably would have acquiesced to it if the person that I was with asked of it, asked me of it. You know, honestly, what made me and when I looked at this question, I strictly thought of the other sex, not not same sex friendships, because if someone has a problem with same sex friendships, then that's a 
whole fucking different level of crazy. But there was probably a point in my life where if my partner asked that, I would have done it. You know what made me second guess that is my relationship with you, AJ, is that I immediately in reading this topic, I thought, okay, if I got with someone and they are uncomfortable with me and your relationship and we've we've been in the same place once, but we have a very laughy joke. We will play jokes. We hug all that, all that stuff. If someone had a problem with that, that came into my life now, you got to go. AJ's been here. It, me and AJ's relationship is what it is. I value that relationship to such a high degree that if anyone is, feels uncomfortable for it, I'm not going to necessarily judge you if you're uncomfortable because you may find someone who agrees with you on that. I'm not. And then this isn't for you. I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm not just going to automatically say you're the pitch of the earth or anything. But if you're uncomfortable with my relationship with AJ, then you have to go. Yeah. Period I was point just thinking, like, you and I have laid down in a bed side by side laughing and talking about like foolishness and nothingness. It just as like a, you know what I mean? Like just how we are and how we vibe. And, and it's exactly like you say, like, it's just, it's strange to me that people have um, concerns about that kind of thing. Cause it's like, they don't understand that, you know, there is a line of friendship, you know what I mean? As, as much as you and I are close and, you know, like we will sit arm in arm, we will, we will hug, like you said, like, you know, we'll kiss, like not in any sort of sexual way. Like I'll kiss you on the face close to your mouth or, or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, it's never a sexual thing. That's just a bond that we have. And, and the understanding of, of our friendship and our relationship, if someone sees that as an issue, that in and of, it, that in and of itself is, is disturbing and concerning, but just even bigger than that, you have people who have issues with, Okay, so like the relationship that you have with your children, you know, you have, you may meet a woman who has an issue with that. Oh, well, why, you know, you, you're so close to them. Like, you know, oh, I wish you and I had a relationship. Like, I, I'm, I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure I said this before. I remember growing up after my parents had gotten divorced and they had each gotten to a new relationship respectively and, and gotten remarried. My father's wife, psycho crazy ass bitch. She asked him one day, why do you love her more than me? In, in re- reference yeah, to me. Yeah, she got to go. Child. She, right. she she needed to go. <laughs> but she didn't. You know, like, and, and he stayed with her. Like, she was all kinds of batshit crazy. You know, like crazy to the point where, you know, he had such a close relationship with, with my aunt who raised me when we we're in Jamaica. So the whole thing is like my mom migrated here before we came. You know, my brother and I stayed in Jamaica with my dad and my aunt. And, and they together with my grandfather raised us until we came to Canada. Right. And she hated the friend. She hated the relationship that my dad and my and my aunt had. And I remember when my aunt got married and she was pregnant, she under her breath whispered to my aunt, like within earshot, I hope your baby dies. And my aunt's like, what did you say? She's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> and tried to laugh it off. That kind of crazy psycho shit. She she falls into that category of, of the crazies on the flip side of this. You know what I mean? Your significant other is allowed to have meaningful relationships with other people. They didn't spend their entire life with you. They cultivated relationships long before you and they met. How dare you come along and feel like they should give those up just because you're insecure? Get your shit together or move on and find somebody who will put up with the bullshit because that's just crazy. That's just like a whole other level of obsessive crazy. And, and like you said, I don't I don't have time for that shit. If I get into a relationship with a man and he has a, a, an issue with any of my close relationships, you can go. I'm good. I'm good. There'll be somebody else. I'm good. Fix. i hate that shit um but yeah yeah i mean i i have nothing left to add on that it's just people people really just need to grow the fuck up that's all it is honestly people just need to grow the fuck up oh sorry one other thing i wanted to say and the sorry something that was really important in, in what you read was not to be confused with people with cheating that's the thing that people try to make it into you know what i mean it'll be like some crazy woman that'd be like oh i know you're cheating on me with aj you're like the fuck 
<laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, but you guys spend so much time together and you guys are so close and you talk about, oh, you know, how come you and I can't, you know, oh, I could do the podcast better than AJ. Why don't you just let me fill her spot? Like those kind of things. People will start to, to um, imagine and, and, and put scenarios on you that are like just not even in the realm of possibility to try to make themselves feel better about their foolishness. I mean, if I can't if I can't stick my thumb in AJ's ass, then I don't know. Like, well, I don't. Really? Is that what's going on today? Yeah, we're not doing that video. Like, ever in life. Listen to me. Twenty years from now, if you and I happen to be old and infirmed, and we're well, I'll probably be older and, and more infirmed. But if we're old and infirmed and we're married, we're still never doing that video. Like, never in life. You are not rooting around in my body crease for nothing. <laughs> out of your head. Thank you kindly. Uh, AJ, smell this. That's all. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but you know, in watching that video, I swear to God, initially I thought she uh, was gonna lick his hand. If ew, that would have happened, listen. If if she would have licked it instead of just sniffing it, that's it. I, like I, the way she sniffed his fingers, it's like she was so. You're right. She was definitely turned on, like just bare excitement on her face, like, oh my God. Oh, like, ew, ew, ew. Oh my God. Well, I'm sanitize myself with bleach right now. Ew, ew. <laughs> we're going to go ahead. We're going to get into our break. You're going to hear from our lovely sponsor, with this, which is She Orgasms. We're going to uh, come back after that. We're going to come back with game night, right, AJ? Woohoo. I'm excited. We haven't done game night in such a long time. <laughs> I know, right? So we're going to go ahead and get into that break. We'll see you guys on the other side of this. Do you find yourself having so much going on that it's hard to focus during sex? I know I had that issue, but after taking She Orgasms, I was able to easily get in the mood and remain focused on my partner. He can now feel that I am so ready for him when he touches me. My hunger for my partner is increased and I feel so powerful. Speaking of powerful, my orgasms are stronger than ever before. Finally, a natural supplement aided to help a woman feel and be great. Read more about She Orgasms at www.sheorgasms.com. Happy coming. All right, AJ. It's time for game night. It's been it's been a while. These game night our game night episodes are always I think people love them just because we usually reveal some fucked up shit about ourselves. I don't even think if they care about the game, they just want, they just want the details on the fucked up shit that we do. Um, But who's going first? Okay. So we're going to get into our games. Uh, It's been a while since we did it. I think we always do two two different ones, which makes it kind of fun. Um, And like you said, it's a a learning thing. So last time I did, we did this, I think I did two, uh, two truths, one lie. So I'm flipping it this time to do two lies, one truth. So I'm going to read the scenarios to you. You're going to tell me which one is the true one. Um, And then I think you're doing the, which would you rather do? And I don't like your, which would you rather do? Because your choices always suck and put me in a a rock and a hard place. (laughs) For real. And the fact that you're laughing like that, I know that you have some real fucked up ones for me. <laughs> Always. That's terrible. Okay. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So two lies, one truth, which is the truth. So we're gonna get we're gonna do five scenarios. So um A, I've given two men rotating head at once. B, I've eaten whipped cream off another woman's pussy, or C, I used a strap on on another woman, which is the truth. Ooh, it's either B or C. Um, 
I am going to go with C as the as the truth. Oh wow, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why did you pick that one? Because I mean, you use strap strap ons on men before, so I can I can see it being used on a woman. So. Okay, so number two, I think I'm like giving out way too much information about myself. So number two, um, A, I've given head on a crowded streetcar on a dare. B, I've streaked at a football game in college and was arrested and charged with indecent exposure. Or C, I've had sex on the balcony while on a vacation and almost fell over. B is the truth. No, no it's not. What? And it's really funny because I knew you were going to pick that one. It's the last one. Okay. So, well, you know what? Yeah. I see no, no. And I see I'm still in the mindset of two two truths one lie no i actually was saying that b's lie because i know you've never been arrested for something like that because we've kind of had a conversation about that before oh, okay um, yeah it's the other way around two yeah. lies one truth You're picking yeah. the truth okay yeah, well so that one we, we have to admit that one we'll then that one, yeah <laughs> so remember I'm, I'm giving you two lies and one truth so you have to tell me what the true one is okay 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 so number three a uh i've been the only woman in a room not giving head but watching a bunch of male friends getting head. B, I've had sex while riding a horse during a trip to St. Kitts. Or C, I've given head to an armed officer to get out of a major speeding ticket while in Jamaica. Which one is the truth? C is definitely a lie. Um, I'm going to go with A is the truth. Only because riding a horse and having sex while doing so just seems very difficult. I have no doubt that you have the skill to do it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to go with A is the truth. Yes, A is actually the truth. That's very, very good. Re- oh, your powers of deduction. Sherlock Holmes is fabulous. <laughs> okay. And the fourth one, A, I've been tied to a bed and left there for two hours as punishment before he came back. B, I've been paraded at a lifestyle party with a collar and leash. Or C, I've been a human dessert tray for an anniversary surprise, which is the truth. A is the truth. No. Fuck it. A is the truth. No. C is the truth. Yeah, C is the truth. Okay. That's what I was going to That's what I almost changed to, but they say always go with your first mind, so. Yes. Okay. That's it? Okay. And, no, and my last one, number five. A, uh, I once co-owned an erotica company. B, I've once crushed a man's balls upon request with my stilettos. Or C. B is I've... the truth. <laughs> Can I read my C, please? <laughs> Go or ahead. C, I've given mouth to mouth to revive someone who passed out during head. B is the truth. No. What? A is the truth. I once co-owned a, an erotica company. I didn't know that. That's I didn't even know that. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, a girlfriend of mine and I, it's really funny. And I know why you picked B, dirtbag. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly why you picked B. We're not, whatever, CJ, okay? Whatever. <laughs> Ins- insider information. If people only knew, as much as we share on this podcast, if people only knew the private conversations we had, God. I, and I know, like I said, I and the funny thing is I put that in there because I'm like, how much you want to bet he's going to pick B? I know exactly why he picked B, whatever. No, but years ago, a girlfriend of mine and I, we started uh, an erotica company where we um, we hosted events 
that did performances that were erotically based. Um, so the premise of it basically is whatever your expressive or creative medium was, whether it was singing, dancing, playing a guitar, uh, comedy, spoken word, whatever, um, that you would do a performance, but it was erotically based. So we'd have like a, a dance troupe of women that were in like scantily clad in lingerie and they would do like a dance performance. We had spoken word artists that performed only erotic poetry. Um, we did giveaways. We had, um, gifts and we set up like sweet tables and and had like people laid out where they had like fruit positioned over them and people could go and like take the fruit off and you know dip it in whipped cream and all that sort of stuff um so we had a total of five events um our events were always sold out like i, I mean i remember one event we had pouring rain outside we thought nobody was going to come we had people lined up outside the door like it was packed um but then uh, she got baptized and that was pretty much the end of the company oh well me you make you know we'll talk because I, I i can see me you and nick going into business and making yeah. that thrive yes it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot a lot a lot of fun and and um man it was just a great experience overall for people yeah oh, we'll, we'll yeah, talk we, about that later yeah definitely. so now we're going to get into my game which is would you rather and i have some great ones for you are you ready are you ready no. for this prepare your mind no no okay so the first one <laughs> and i picked this one because i know you love fruit. So this next one is, would you rather have an obnoxious, obvious squirting orgasm every time you're close to a piece of fruit or never have an orgasm again in your life? Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, no matter where I am and where the fruit is? No matter where you are. If you're close to a piece of fruit. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so risking public embarrassment versus never having an orgasm again. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll risk the public embarrassment and say that I'll, I'll take the obnoxious orgasm where, wherever the fruit may be. I knew you were going to pick that. Like I said, I only put that on there because I knew I know you love fruit. So it's like, <laughs> I, really I, don't do. see, I don't see AJ giving up fruit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, especially, I, so I would just have to walk with a towel for the rest of my life. Like, geez, Louise. Yeah, basically. <coughs> All right. thank you thank you thank you thank you so the next one is <laughs> would you I, I i just realized that i think like all mine are like orgasm based but would you rather shout out i love you mom every time you have an orgasm or shout out long live the queen while saluting <laughs> every time you have an orgasm <laughs> Let's, let's go with Long Live the Queen because the other one just, yeah, I'm not trying to go to hell if in particular <laughs> at all. So, yeah, Long Live the Queen, it, it would have to be that. It would definitely okay. have to be. That was too easy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this Can next you one. Imagine? <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's no for me. I would, I would definitely have to pass on that one. <laughs> this next one. Would you rather have your porn ser- search history shown at christmas dinner or have your history shown in a in a in an office meeting with the whole office oh my god (laughs) so i'm trying to i'm trying to weigh what i would risk um huh 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 family member oh no my aunt would kill me let's go with the office meeting please i can always find another job (laughs) (laughs) fair enough fair enough fair enough my aunt is like she's all of five foot tall but she's probably the only woman that strikes fear in my heart like for real i'm not able yeah let's go with the office meeting please (laughs) that's crazy cool 
All right, this next one is an impossible situation. And how you answer this is going to say a lot about you as a person. You ready for this one? No. <laughs> Why, man? Why? Why? Come on. You only have one more after this one. So you're almost done. Okay. Hit me. All right. Would you rather have your parents find a sex tape that you had made or your children find a sex tape that you had made? Oh, my children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was easy. <laughs> that wasn't That wasn't a hard one at all. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely my kids. Because you know what? My, I don't know if I ever told you the story of when my, my son found my vibrator between my mattress when he was like six or seven, seven or eight years old. Okay. So I, I used, <laughs> had an assortment of vibrators because it was, you know, whatever. And uh, I had one of them hidden between my mattresses along with like some, you know, dirty magazines or whatever. So he comes to me <laughs> one day and he's like, mom, I found your penis. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. Uh, you know what? We had a title picked out for this episode, but I think Mom, I Found Your Penis is now the title yes, of this episode. Absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> after that, it was like, you know, so then I had to explain in a way that he could understand, you know, what it was, what was going on. So yeah, my, my kids know that I'm a dirtbag. Um, my parents probably suspect that I am, but I, I think that would be like a little <laughs> bit too much further away. <laughs> But yeah, it would definitely be easier with with my young people. Absolutely. Okay. All right. This this I, I guess we're ending a little bit easy. This next one's pretty easy. Would you rather have sex with someone who talked and screamed obscenities the whole time, R- racially charged? So basically, would you have? Would you rather sleep with someone who basically said "nigga" the whole time that you were having sex with them, or would you rather sleep with someone who farted the whole time that you had sex? With oh, them? I hate you. I hate. <laughs> you. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um. Can I just be celibate? <laughs> Can I pick celibacy, please? It's not a choice. Oh, man. Um, oh, I hate you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know what? L- let's go with the racially charged. Because if I smell that smell, like, we're all set to die. That reminds me, take me back to what the, the, the flatulent the lover. The lover? Yeah. She's good. She's good. Because after the first one, you might get a pass. But after the second one, yeah, we can't do this again. Mm-mm. We can't do that again. And some people don't have pleasant poops. Some people poops smell like like they're dying inside. I can't deal with that. I can't deal with that. You know what? Next time we do games night, I'm gonna do which I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the what would you which would you rather? Because see, we I always end up time. doing like stuff about me, and we never get to you. We're we're flipping it around next time. Yeah. <laughs> see, this, hey, you had your you chose your game, so don't I blame know, me. I couldn't think of anything creative for the which would you rather which you would would you rather do? But yeah, we're we're when we do our next games night, yeah, I'm gonna hit you. I'm hitting you. I want All people right. to learn some shit about you, too. Not just about right. me. That's terrible. <laughs> so I'm a bit of a deviant. <sighs> All right, ma'am. And we, we had some fun. We broke it up. But we, unfortunately, have to get to the fuckery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready you for this, AJ? Yeah. Anybody who's listening, if you weren't sitting down at this point, you need to sit down right now. Grab a yeah. drink if you can and hold on to your seats. Absolutely. All right. Let's do this. I can't believe I'm about to read this. Okay. From Anonymous. Well, not Anonymous, but I'm not going to tell you their name. Yes. I thoroughly enjoy the show. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm reading it like I'm fucking retarded. Um, I thoroughly enjoy the show, <laughs> the show you and AJ put on each week. I'm writing you on behalf of a friend. So my friend had been dating this guy for a few weeks and was really into him. Long story short, one night after a lot of kissing and touching, things got Hot and my friend was determined to have sex. The guy was hesitant. The guy was hesitant to let her give him head or even touch his dick. 
He told her that they could head to the room, and when they got in, he dropped his pants. Whew, and there was a pussy. Mm. <laughs> but it doesn't stop there. He went on to tell her that he was biolo- that biologically he was a male, but went through a sex change and lived as a woman for five years before deciding that life wasn't for him. Now my friend, of course, feels betrayed and isn't sure how to move forward. My question is, what would either of you do if this happened to you? The regretted sex change, which was originally going to be the title of this episode. AJ, there's a hell of a lot to unpack here. So initially after reading this, I'm well, as because she didn't send it all in one. But if, once they got to that part, I'm like, oh, so it was it was a it's really a woman. She looks manly or whatever. But then to find out that it actually is biologically a male. This is just this is a, this is a lot, AJ. I, you know, when you originally sent it to me, I think I had to read it much like you. I had to read it several times before it actually sunk in that this individual was born as a male at some point in their life felt like they were a woman and opted to have a full sex change, get rid of the penis, had a vagina created and lived as a woman for five years before deciding that that life wasn't for and they wanted to go back to being a guy. This is... It just, it it brings up so many different discussions, you know, when talking about like the transgender community and talking about transphobia and talking about, um, you know, it being a choice as opposed to it being genetics, as opposed to, you know, in in this kind of situation, like to, to know that somebody can play with their anatomy that way, wake up one morning and say, you know what? I'm not, I'm not feeling like a guy. I feel more like a woman. Give it five years, like test driving a car and then decide, you know what, Ah, this isn't for me. Let me go back to the original model. I don't, I'm probably going to sound like an asshole and I'm okay with that. That's just all kinds of fucked up because you have people who are trying to live their truth where they feel like they are trapped in the body of being whatever the gender that they were assigned to. And they just don't want to live that way. And for them, it's, it's a daily struggle and a daily nightmare. And this, this is their truth as opposed to this person who you just up and and decide one morning, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to be a chick anymore. Let me go back to being a guy. How, 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 how? And then to, to not disclose to the person that you're dating until like it's too late. And then the, the expectation of that individual is honestly, that would just be too much for me. I'm a very open-minded person. I need time to process stuff. But to me, that's that's just too much. And that's something that you should have said at the beginning before anything intimate started happening or before we got to that point of being really close or before we got to that point of you know, things developing so deeply. Like to me, it it feels like a betrayal. Absolutely. And I empathize um, with with the person who is feeling the betrayal. That, that, I don't know, CJ man, come jump in, jump in, jump in the car, boy. Okay. So my mind initially, I went right into research mode after getting this. I researched it. It looks like um, as sexual reassignment surgeries have increased by almost 50% uh, mm-hmm. Over the last three years, the rate of people who regret their sex change, 20 percent, the percent. Per, yeah. The percent of those people who then go on and transition back into living some type of 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 getting back as close as they can to living as their 
born gender is even is less than 10 percent and the article that i read and it was from newsweek went on to say that a lot of them feel ashamed or feel forced into continuing their sex change uh living under their sex change because of a, a, a vast number of reasons that it, w- it would take us a long time to get into all of them so i was surprised to find out that such a high percentage of people who went through sex change and specifically male male to female sex change are more highly regretted than female to male sex change. And I think because female to male are almost easier to reverse uh, male to female sex change. Once they remove the penis and they don't remove the penis, they invert the penis and remove the testicles. There's no coming back from that. No, um, no. So even, even with like women who transition into being male, Yes, you get your breast removed. You can get breast implants put in to simulate what you had before and kind of, I mean, there's no, as of, as far as I know, there's no, nothing, uh, that to, that to, can give a woman a penis when she decides to transition into a male. So I can understand why the regret rates may be lower there because it may be easier to transition back so that regret may be lessened. But for someone who goes from male to female, I was shocked to find that the rates were so high. And yes, we're getting, I know we're a comedy podcast, but we're getting very serious here. And that's what makes us different than a lot of sex podcasts. But I, I, I was floored by this and this isn't it. So I wanted to, I wanted to full research mode. I asked if her friend would feel comfortable contacting me. She did. So I got actually, and this is why it's been so good that we've had such a long time before since from the episode. And AJ, you don't even know this. I don't believe is that I, went on to have a conversation with this person who went through the sex change and from what the conversation that we that we had he was always attracted to women even after his sex change so it wasn't a i'm attracted to men type thing he was still attracted to women he went through a transition to where he was more feminine and he just figured oh this I can live this way when he when he saw it. And again, I've been on record to say I don't have anything against transgender people. I feel like if that's how you what makes you happy, be, do it. But the same at the same rate, I feel like I don't know if because of the how open everyone's talking about it. And I don't know if, if some people and I, I, I believe I, I think that is a very low percentage that, that do this. So I want to make that clear that maybe start feeling different and then think, oh, well, this is what a lot of people are doing. Let me do this. And that's why it's important to really spend some time, like AJ said, really spend some, this is serious. And I can't even get into the psychological aspects of it. This is serious. So you got to really think about everything before you make such a big decision. But AJ, I just said a lot. What do you think? That's a life changing decision, not just for you, but everybody that's involved in your life who is important to you. That man, that's, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm thinking about the the reconstructive surgery part of it, and, and definitely, like you said, you know, you can get breast breast implants. And I know that when you're transitioning from female to male, they construct a penis from you using um, some ligaments and, and muscle tissue from the thigh area, I believe it is, and they they configure something where um, basically it's like water that pumps into a, a penis shaped type of contraption where there's a valve at the base where they've created testicles that if you pump it or you rub it, it fills with this liquid from um, like a, almost like a a sack that's in your uh, lower abdomen. And then it simulates you having an erection. And then after um, the person that you're, you're intimate with has orgasm or, you know, you guys are finished or whatever, there's a, an area that you push underneath the, the sack that releases the liquid back into the bag that's in the lower abdomen. And then the penis goes flaccid. 
that part, like when you're thinking about just the, the physical construction alone of having to go through hormone therapies of having to go through, you know, getting your, your breast completely removed and, and the, the scarring and the heal time and, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, if you decide that you're okay, going to go for, for broke as it were and have the construction of having a penis done and, and, and you think about all of that, right. Then to reverse all that back as a woman, not even thinking about the other way around, like you said, it, it's like, he can have a penis reconstructed for him, but it would never be what he was, he was born with. Like you can go back part of the way, but you can never go back a hundred percent. I I just, I, I, I get peer pressure or whatever kind of pressure, but that just, that's a whole other, sorry, I'm struggling because I just don't even know. I I don't know what to say entirely about it. Like it's, it's, it's more than concerning. It's disconcerting to me that someone can make a physical, because my whole thing is, okay, suppose in like three years from now, you change your mind again and decide, you know what? Yeah, I really was better off as a woman. I just got scared. Let me go back to that. The fact that people can jump around and jump around and make those kind of choices with their physical health, with their gender, that to me is just scary. Like taking the whole transgender fact out of it, the fact that someone can play with their physical body that way, that to me is some shit out of a movie. Like that's just scary to me. It's like those people who get reconstructive surgery and completely change their face and they look like somebody else and you wouldn't know that they were a whole other person before. That kind of shit is just, it's like out of a sci-fi movie. That's just scary to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 and we, we, we still have a, a whole aspect of the the misleading the woman uh, part mm-hmm. of it, but yeah, it's, it's, it is scary. And you know, it's <sighs> changing your body um, for anything. Um, it should be looked at when you're, when you're deciding to do it as basically permanent. So why not spend the time? If, if listen, if, if you are going to change your body, then it's going to be for years and years and years. So there should be no rush or no problem with saying, Hey, you know what? Maybe let me take a year or two to decide, like to, to decide this, or maybe you can live as transgendered before you decide to get the full sex change. Why not do that? Let's see if the life if that part of the lifestyle is for you. Um, rather than go right into it, like this story from from this person re- literally went from being a man to being on hormones to sex change all within a year of him thinking about and deciding that this is what he wanted to do. That just seems like a like a very, very quick turnaround for something yeah. that he, he he ended up regretting. Yeah, that's like I said, it's, it's not like buying a car. You know what I mean? Like you can't test drive it and then give it back. Like that's a that's a major life-changing, life-altering decision that's not just physical. Like you said, that's that's psychological and emotional, you know? And then the fact that you have somebody in your life that you're entertaining in in a on a relationship basis, you're being deceitful to that person at the at the very least. My whole thing is, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, whether a person can handle the truth or not, give them the truth and let them decide for themselves. I I hate, hate and I don't even like to use the word hate, so you have to know how strong it is. I hate deceitful people in a relationship. And I understand fear. I get it. You know what I mean? But then just there's nothing that can outweigh the balance of that truth and being deceitful to that person because you can't recover from that. You can't say, oh, I'm sorry, I should have told you or I wanted to tell you. If you want to tell me, then tell me. 
You know what I mean? You can't trap me into a relationship. You can't force me into a relationship. You can't make me choose to be with you because you were scared. Tell me what the truth is and allow me to make that choice. And whatever that choice is or the consequences of that choice is, that's for me to decide. Like, you can't pick that for me. Because now it's like you're forcing me into a corner. If I choose not to stay with you, then I'm a bad person. You're going to look at it like I'm transphobic and it has nothing to do with that. If I stay with you, I'm going to feel like I can't trust you. And like what happens from here on out, it's a, it's a, it's, it's just shitty all the way around. Like, oh, but you're, you're absolutely right. Like that's, it's, it's a major life altering decision. You need to take time to, with that choice. You know, like it's not, man, I don't know. So in transitioning to a woman and still feeling like you liked women, you felt like you should go back to being a dude instead of just staying as a woman and liking women. That that does happen. You know that, right? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm not saying you, CJ, but you could live as a woman and still like women. I, I just, I don't understand what the choice was to go back to being a man because you still liked women. I don't get that. Because you have a lot of, you have a lot of men who transition into being a woman and they end up being in a, in a lesbian relationship or a same sex relationship. It, it has nothing to do with what your sexual choices are. It's about the way that you physically feel and the body that you're living in and what your truth is. Because you felt like you still loved women didn't necessarily, it shouldn't have necessarily meant that you go back to being a man. It just means that you are now living as a woman who loves, who loves being with women. I mean, yeah, I, I don't spoke on that aspect of it. And then we're not even going to get, and you, you kind of touched on it. What is our saying here? You give people the truth and you let them decide. The fact that you let it get to the point to where, where it did, to where you guys are close to doing the deed and you say, let's come upstairs and you just pull down your pants. It's like, hey, I have a vagina. Like that, that, that's, that's terrible. I'm sorry. That's shitty as a person to do. Let that person decide if they want to go through that with you. And it seemed like the, I mean, just the fact that she's still conflicted, that means she really cares for you. You should have been honest. You should have repaid that care that she had for you, whether it was a month or whether it was two months and you realize, Hey, I still haven't told her this. The moment that you let it get to the point to where it did and you decide in an intimate moment, you're just going to throw this on her is fucking it's selfish as, as hell. That's what it is. Yes, absolutely. I think, I don't know, we, we live in a, and I don't think it's just now, but I mean, I feel like we almost live in a more selfish type of age where people are, are choosing situations and scenarios solely based on what they feel, as opposed to, like you said, having that that level of care and candor and respect and empathy for the other person and allowing them to choose. You can't bully people into relationships. You can't trick and lie people into relationships because even if they stay after the lie, it, it, it's never the same. They would never trust you the same. I don't care who it is. They would never trust you the same. They would never look at you the same. Even if they forgive you and you move forward, I guarantee you that is always sitting in the back of their mind. I don't care who it is. Even if they never bring it up again, it's always in the back of their mind. It, it's just it's just wrong. Like, and, and again, it's it's two separate issues. You know what I mean? We're we're taking the the um the transgender piece completely out of it and just talking about relationships on a whole. You know, be truthful with people. Whether it's it's you just started dating somebody or you're at the point where you're 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 thinking about 
committing to the person, whatever your fucking truth is, give it to that person. Whether it's, it's a situation like this, whether it's, you have a mental health issue, whether it's, you're still married, you know, to somebody else, even if you're separated from that person, whether it's, you know, you have three children with a woman that you you haven't seen your kids in how many years, whatever your truth is, give it to that person. Don't give it after you've roped them in. It's, it's a shitty thing to do to anybody. And I'm I'm talking like from personal experience, I was in a relationship with someone for two years that was completely built on a lie. And I didn't even find out until like two years into the relationship. And at that point, it's like, okay, now you have to go through the process of trying to emotionally and mentally disconnect from the person while they're trying to convince you that they're still the same person that you fell in love with. How could you possibly be when everything that you've told me from the very beginning till now has been a lie because you love me? Like even that even that at this point is questionable, you know, like what do you believe from, from what not? And then the person will be like, oh, you know, but I'm still the per- same person that you fell in love with. No, <laughs> apparently you're a whole other person, a whole other person. Yeah. That's just, <sighs> people are sick. People are just, I'm losing faith for humanity. That and what we've talked about <laughs> kind of off air, my faith uh, for humanity is completely lost. You know what? I, I I have to disagree with you on this one because of your children and my children. And I think that, you know, some of the people that we know that are, are raising um, kids that hopefully they will rekindle the goodness in society and, and the goodness in humanity. Because like you said, there are a lot of shitty people out there right now. A lot, a lot, a lot of shitty people out there right now. Like going for broke and really just about self. It's like people are just like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace my shittiness and I'm just going to make it even that much more <laughs> shitty. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we got all. Society's falling far. But um, <laughs> that's it, AJ. I, I have nothing else. Do you have anything else to say on this whole topic or anything? No, not at all. I do want to say, though, like completely unrelated to this, that um, so we're like pretty much halfway through December. Um, we've got a couple of episodes more to go before the year wraps up, but I'm really looking forward to, um, to 2019. We have a, a couple of really exciting things coming up in terms of, um, having guests on the show, definitely looking forward to our live, um, in the spring and, and just some really exciting things that are coming, um, with the breaks media network of the company overall. So. 2019 is gonna it's gonna be it's shaping up to be a pretty epic year somebody has a relationship and sex blog weekly coming and i'm really looking forward to it i'm excited sorry that's me (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna get hot it's definitely gonna get hot people well this is that's it aj tell the wonderful people where they can find us and uh all that good stuff okay so you can catch our episodes on itunes um, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can find us on our social media platforms at LovelustMBAS on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, for those of you who want to follow me or come find me, uh, my personal Instagram is badass underscore Jones underscore. Please try don't call me because that phone number is not my phone number. The phone number is the phone number for the company phone number. Big one, stop calling me, please. Stop calling me. And if I blocked you, you've been blocked for a reason. Stop calling me. <laughs> Stop calling me. Like, whoever it is that called, how many ever, don't call me. It's not my number. You're never going to get my phone number and you will have no access to me. So, sorry. Uh-huh. And then 
Um, my Twitter handle <laughs> is that Jones Kid AJ One. Oh, and we have okay, so we had the 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 Haze Hive hashtag that's become a thing, and then VJ just gave me uh, AJ's Angels. So I was thinking like the badass bandits, but I think I like AJ's Angels better. So we got like two no. There you go. There you go. Well, AJ, you we'll we'll talk about it next episode because you got some shit going on. Um, oh man. <laughs> I want to see how a little bit more of it plays out but we uh, people when I tell you the next episode is going to be flames it is going to be flames we already have our first show of the new year planned too that's just going to be an amazing one two punch like there's some big stuff coming out like you said not only from this podcast but from the breaks media in general the company um it's just I'm so glad at how all this is coming together and for anyone who is wondering what I say when I say the breaks, the breaks media network. Um, we have built a network of podcasts. Also, we have a YouTube channel with a specific show there. And we also are going to have written blogs. Once the website launches, it's going to be beautiful. Um, but other than that, AJ, that's it. Uh, I want to just thank you for everything you do. Thank you for, you know, sticking with me through this. I know we're only one year in. It seems like longer than that, but we have a lot of years left ahead of us. Because I love you. You didn't tell people where to find you. Hi, don't dodge that, please. You can I can't follow me. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E on any social media platform. You can also, as AJ said, call for business-related reasons. <laughs> if you have any thoughts or anything on the podcast or want, want something, uh-huh. um, you want the people to hear your voice, that's 614-547-2039. 614-547-2039. Oh, sorry. I also forgot you can email us if you have anything that you want to discuss with us. If there's a scenario, if you want to give us feedback, uh, if there's anything that you'd like for us to tackle, uh, you can email us at lovelustmbas at yahoo.com. And with that, we are out and we'll see you sexy beasts next week. Peace.